Hello, bitches. <laughs> Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. I'm so excited today. I have a very special guest from Sister Sister Wives podcast. Nicole yeah. is here. Hi, Welcome. everybody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so I'm excited. I'm so excited to have you. I love your podcast. So you two, you and Lauren are actual sisters, right? Yes. Yep. We're okay. sisters. And so how long have you guys been watching the show? Since the beginning. Really? So you've it. watched every season. You never stopped. Okay. So I have watched every season. Lauren stopped for a little bit. Um, uh, the last like two seasons, I think. And then she, like I said, this last season is so juicy. You have to catch up. And so she yes. binged it. And then mid season, we just decided to do a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Cause I, I feel like there's not enough sister wife podcasts. A lot of people don't talk about it. There's a lot of 90 day fiance and all that stuff, but uh, not a lot of sister wives. So I was really excited to find you guys. And I think I may, I don't know if Jody and Amanda talked about you or I can't I even remember how I found you, but I was, I was like, yes, good. A good sister wives podcast. Yeah. So, um, I did not watch from the beginning. I watched like maybe the first two or three seasons and then it just felt so boring for so long. I had no interest, but when I found out that Christine was leaving, I was like, I am in, I am so in Yeah, I've been I think- waiting for someone to leave him forever. I think a lot of people, a lot of people will say you either love it or you just can't get into it. Like there's not really an in-between. There's not a lot of casual watchers. It's people Mm -hmm. who, you know, kind of are obsessed with it. Like we are, or, you know, they don't watch for years and years. Yeah. I'm just so interested in Mormonism. Like I, I I guess any type of religion really, because I grew up super Christian. I went to Christian school my whole, like uh, for the first eight years of my life. Um, and was raised in a Christian household and at 30 decided I was no longer a Christian. And so I'm just so fascinated by the different religions and the different beliefs and, um, how it all feels a little bit culty, honestly, like it's a little bit culty. So I'm just, I'm fascinated by that aspect of it. And then I also kind of understand why someone would be into polygamy. Cause I'm like, wow, four women raising my kids. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Like, and I always wanted a really big family. So I like that part, but we've talked about that a little bit. Like I I don't, I'm very introverted. Lauren is exactly the opposite. She's very extroverted. I, we lived together for a little while and she was fine. And it was really hard for me because I don't like people in my face. Um, so the, the, I love the idea of someone there to help me you know, raise my kids and whatever, but I need my own separate space where I'm far away from everybody else. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I I totally understood when Christine was pushing back at the whole big house concept. Yeah. I was like, yeah, who wants to live in what? No, especially after they had that perfect setup in, in (sighs) uh, Las Vegas with the little cul-de-sac. I'm like, perfect. But of course, Robin's kid (laughs) is going to college. So the whole fucking family has to follow her. Exactly. Yes. I, I never understood why people hated Robin so much, but now I'm like starting to see it. We've caught a we've caught a little bit of crap from people about how much really? we hate Robin. A little bit, okay. not a lot, but a little bit. Um, okay. But we just don't. I, it just everything. I mean, when we go back now and we're watching the beginning after seeing the 16th season, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, all of this shit started because Robin. You know? Oh yeah, she yeah. and she knows she's the favorite, and mm-hmm. there's no way she doesn't take advantage of knowing that she's the favorite because who wouldn't? Right, who wouldn't for sure. Try to steer things in the direction they wanted them in using advantage of knowing that you're the favorite wife. Yes. Totally. Uh, but she has really not aged well over the past decade because right. <laughs> I did rewatch like one of the first episodes and I was like, whoa, yes. Cody has destroyed her youth. Yeah. Because it's, it's 16 seasons, but it's not 16 years. It's only right. 10 years or whatever. So, I mean, she's, yeah, she she's was in her early forties and mm-hmm. she is not aging. Well, like That's right. I, I love when, uh, I love when Amanda and Jody talk about like her goiter. Yes. <laughs> Every time they say that I laugh so hard. I'm like, but um, it almost honestly seems, remember that guy on flip or flop where yes. he like a, a fan wrote in and was like, you need to get that checked out because yes. that might be something. And it was freaking cancer. Yes. They, Robin I think of that to... all the time. <laughs> Amanda and Jody need to write to Robin, let her know that she I might know. have a like, situation. I'm not trying happen. to be mean or hurt your feelings, but you <laughs> exactly. should really get that checked out. Exactly. I think about that all the time. I'm like, wow, a fan saved that dude's life because yes. he didn't even think anything of it. And it was like cancerous. Yeah. Maybe. 
think about all the time. So during the last couple seasons, when things kind of heated up again and, and Lauren got back interested in the show, that's when mm-hmm. you guys decided to do the podcast. Yeah, we, yeah. um, I love podcasts. I could, mm-hmm. well, I shouldn't say that I love television as well. Um, yeah. but I, it, I could almost get rid of television and just listen to podcasts. Yes. Um, so I was like, we talk about this every week we get together, you know, either text or phone call or something and talk about this. We might as well record it and yeah. put it out there as a podcast. So I love podcasts and I, I feel like there's so many different niche podcasts that, and yes. there's so much true crime and there's so much, uh, recapping this or recapping that and mm-hmm. recapping this. And so like my favorite type of podcast, some people don't like when you mix the tangents into the recaps. I'm yeah. obsessed with that. Yes. I'm upset. Do you ever listen to, um, like Hollywood crime scene? I haven't. No. Oh, I mean, you have to listen. To I'm going to have to look that one up. They talk about like the stuff that they ate that week, yeah. like the good food that they ate. And okay. it's one of my favorite segments. They're like, Oh, what'd that. you eat this week? I'm like, Oh, I went to this like bakery and I got these really good cookies. And then I was going to make some of this for dinner. I love it. I'm like, yes, tell me what you ate this week. I'm so into it. Totally. I love a I tangent love podcast I do too. for sure. Yes. Yeah. That's what Justine and I are always like, we are tangent Queens. And I tell her like, we were on the phone this morning at like five in the morning. And I tell her like, every time we talk, I feel like we should be recording this. Like this is just wasted content. (laughs) What are we doing with ourselves? Lauren and I have started saying to each other, save it for the pod, save it for the pod. That's what we say too. We're like, okay, stop. This is too good. Yes. Save it for the pod or save it for Patreon or whatever we're doing. Yes. Um, Have you guys started a Patreon or you're still kind of like newer into podcasting, right? We are. Yeah, we are. We did just start a Patreon though, because, um, I am obsessed with Seeking Sister Wife and Lauren's never seen it. I love it so much. The trashier, the better for me. So, so we started a Patreon so that we could cover Seeking Sister Wife. We literally just started it like a week and a half ago. Okay. Um, Okay. I'm going to sign up for that because nobody ever talks about Seeking Sister Wife and I love love that show. It's so good. It is so twisted. It's so twisted. We can't find season one. They have like wiped it from the face of the internet. So we had to Were you watching adults adopting adults? Okay. I was not. I was listening to Amanda and Jody's recaps of it. Yeah. But I wasn't watching it because I started to watch it. And the guy was skeeving me out so much that I was like, I'm just going to listen to the recaps. And then He's of course the only they... one I wanted to watch. Like yeah. I fast forwarded <laughs> through everyone else. I'm like, oh, this is a nice adoption story. Not right. interested. Exactly, like fast yes. forward, show me the garbage. Like that's all I want to see. And they but, friggin' took it off. I'm yeah. like, well, I wanted to see the rest of it. Because of him, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. He's a dirtbag. He really so is. So gross. Remember, he wanted to do that sign. She was like, what do you want the welcome sign to say? And he's like, oh, make it say, welcome to Ohio. Where's my BJ? Like, <laughs> yes, oh, it was terrible. My God. Yeah, you was, are a monster. He, oh gosh. Yes. I want to yes. say so many nasty things about that guy, exactly. which I mean, he seems like a trash human being. So he's he probably deserves person. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have a favorite sister wife? Um, Christine and Janelle is a kind of a yeah. tough tie. Um, Christine's just so like badass in the last, yeah. you know, season or whatever. And I just love how Janelle, uh, is so like, she gives absolutely no shits at all. She just yeah. does whatever she wants. She doesn't care. And I've always loved that about her. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Do you think she's going to be the next one to leave? I don't know. I wish that she would, but I don't think she will. I don't think so either. Yeah. I also don't think Mary's ever leaving. Nope. I think Mary's like, I'm going to keep cashing these TLC checks and I don't <laughs> yes. care if I ever see Cody again. I so would, cool with it. I would like to think that that's the reason why she stays, but I did find out that um, in the last couple of seasons that Cody took a huge pay cut in order to keep mm-hmm. the show going. So I don't even know if she's making that much TLC money anymore. Yeah, but you have to think after 16 seasons, like if you're not, especially living in Vegas, like there, it's not expensive to live in Vegas. So whatever they were spending on their houses, it, they should have banked so much yeah. money over the past 16 seasons. So if right. they didn't, they have no one to blame but themselves. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> I mean, she's just like, whatever. I, I got this little piece of land out here and I don't care if Cody ever comes around. I'm like, good for you. Yeah, really good for you. He doesn't yeah. want to have sex with you. That's great. I know. You don't have to have sex with him. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. Woo, exactly. Awesome. Yes. I'd yeah. be thrilled to not have to sleep with him for sure. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. He just, ugh, he's gross. And, and I mean, he and Robin, Oof. they just want to be in a monogamous and they just have these pesky other wives that are in the way of that. Exactly. So, 
Yeah, he's gross. But yes. do you think that he's going to? So now that Christine is gone and Robin is aging not so gracefully, mm-hmm. do you think that he's going to be searching for another newer, hotter, younger model? I think so. I think I bet he would do that just to keep the interest in the show going for some more seasons. Honestly, it'd be smart of him because I would be, I mean, I'm already watching, but I would be interested, you know, if he decided to bring, not because I think he should, but because it's such trash television and I just love that so much. So into it. I'd be so into that. Oh my God. Can you imagine Robin? Oh my God. She will lose her mind. (laughs) Maybe that's why he hasn't done it before because he just knows he's going to have to deal with the backlash from Robin. Yeah, but she's so like, oh, she's so dull. I I know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I would love, I would definitely watch that. Um, Okay, so I have a couple of pop culture news stories. I wanted to get your thoughts on here. Okay. Oh, I was so happy. So like, I love Justin Bieber. I'm not a like Bieber, a crazy fan, but I would totally go see him. And he was just, he just had a concert in Denver last night. Okay. And I saw someone, one of my neighbors was there. And then I saw people were selling tickets in the neighborhood and I seriously considered buying tickets. And I'm so glad I didn't. Did you hear what happened? At his no, what happened? So there was like an electrical fire at the venue and the, like the lights and the sounds went out they had to get like a generator going. The video screens had to remain off. So of course you can't see shit if exactly. you're not like if you're not like front row center mm-hmm. and, um, he finished the, the concert and everything, but it was just like, I was like, thank God I didn't spend $500 to go see Justin Bieber last Holy night. crap. $500. Well, like, you know, like resale tickets, couple yeah, of that's true. Yeah. something decent after all those fees and stuff like 500 bucks, mm-hmm. but yeah. And it says, so the power failure knocked out the entire city block. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> it's oh crazy. Yeah. But of course he finished out the show. I think he was doing this song yummy. And then the stage lights went out. The video monitors went out. The sound equipment shut down. Like everything just chaos I I spent a lot of time at concerts. Lauren and I and our friends would go to, you know, boy band concerts. We were at every Backstreet Boys. We lived. um, Oh, I'm so jealous. (laughs) We live now. And we lived when we were growing up outside of Charlotte. So everybody comes to Charlotte. So we went to go see Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and 98 Degrees and all that. And not ever once did we have the lights go out, the That's power awesome. go out of fire. Very lucky. <laughs> yeah, I guess That's so. That's very lucky. <laughs> um, I So I saw sync during the Pop Odyssey tour. Okay. And it was one of the best. Free- and my, so I went with my cousin. We had these nosebleeds. Yeah. And then I found out that my cousin knew somebody that worked at the venue. And we ended up going all the way down to front row center. That's like, awesome. I could have reached out and touched Justin. That's how close I was. <laughs> I was so like awesome. 12 and it was like the best night of my life. It yes, was for sure. I stand by like NSYNC is like the best, the best boy band that ever existed. Like, okay. They sing, they dance, they didn't yeah. miss a beat. There was no lip syncing. They're a phenomenal group. We are huge nerds and our favorites and the people that we saw the most often were handsome. Um, and oh, I love Hanson. <laughs> we saw Hanson as recently as like, I don't know, probably 2010, 2011, something like okay. that. I legitimately um, saw that they're touring again and considered buying tickets. Yeah. I love Hanson. You know what? As an adult with like just adult, other adult fans, there's nobody like, I mean, people are still like screaming and stuff, but it's like yeah. a much more like chill the place where we went to see them, we were in Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the time. And it was, it was a place called the Chameleon Club, which was like a little small venue, standing room only. Um, and it was just like so much better than those big stadium, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like now that they're more not intimate. as popular, it's more intimate. Yeah. Yeah. You should yeah, definitely go if lot. you have a chance. It was good. I will definitely. Cause that, that is something that I enjoyed. Like I saw yellow card like oh, 11 years card. ago. It was the 10 year anniversary of ocean Avenue album. Okay. And they did the entire show acoustic and it was so oh, good. I love that. And it was a smaller venue and it was so much fun. I loved it, but it is fun. Cause like once those bands that you loved back in the nineties, two thousands, aren't as popular you get that more intimate show and my ticket was like twenty dollars yes it was amazing yes amazing I love it um I love that you love like Hanson because I every single year it's tradition at our house that we listen to the Hanson snowed in album while we're decorating the tree yeah one of the best Christmas albums ever it is it It is is. such a banger yes it's so good I still love it 
love that. We just, I think, loved them so much because they were our age and like, you know, it was just, and they were were all in love with Zach. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. I look down every time Mbop comes on. I'm Mm -hmm. like, so yeah. That was a great album. I still listen to that yeah, album. Yeah, it was good. I had, a, I had it on cassette tape. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. In yes. like my Walkman. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So there, so that was that. I was just like, thank God I didn't spend money on that. Um, mm-hmm. Julia Fox is like on TMZ telling them how Kanye is harmless. He's not a danger to Pete or Kim. Like, okay, maybe like, I love Kanye West. I think he's a deeply troubled uh-huh. artistic human being who's off his meds uh-huh, uh-huh. and is mentally ill. Mm-hmm. I love him, but I think he's a genius. And I think like, I love him, but this is something that I cannot stand is people speaking on behalf of others, uh-huh. not knowing the true story. Like, bitch, you dated him for like two months. Shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. You do not know if he's a Dane. You don't know anything about him. Right. Anything. Plus she's he's very so different. Well, he's very different to you than he is to his ex, you know, yes. like it's a much different relationship, you know, how can you compare the, the relationship of like a brand new, I've known you for two months. We're really just doing this for publicity type uh-huh. of thing versus <laughs> yes. him and his relationship with his ex-wife, the mother, his four children that he spent the last decade with, mm-hmm. who's watched him completely unravel. Yes. How can you like, just shut your mouth and go away. Nobody asked you, you yes. know, yeah. I mean, TMZ asked you, but well, who cares? Yeah. Like, but shut who cares? Up. Right. Exactly. Just go away, go to your boot camp class and shut the hell <laughs> up. Like, but yes. that's something that Justine and I talk about too, is like when people defend, um, people like Bill Cosby or, mm-hmm. um, R Kelly or, you know, so-and-so would never do that. Shut the hell up. You don't know. Right. You don't know. You think yes. you know what someone is capable of behind closed doors just because they're your friend? Yes. Shut up. I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and mm-hmm. I don't like, I mean, I will listen to the serial ones, but what I like are the funny ones, like true crime obsessed yeah. and things like that. And they talk often about how people will say once a person's like, you know, murdered someone or something, oh, he, I can't believe he did that. Or he would have never done that. Like, you don't know that person. You don't know that. Yeah. You don't you know what people decide to show you and you exactly. don't know, you know, like I know that, um, you know, Kobe died and everyone was heartbroken. But all I could think about was that girl that he raped in Colorado, uh-huh. that young yeah. girl that he raped, that he paid off to go away and mm-hmm. how people um, threatened her and harassed her. And, you know, a lot of people will go. And unfortunately, a lot of women are really bad about this towards the other women. And they'll say, you know, oh, that didn't happen or he would never do that. Or how come she didn't take him to court and she disappeared? Well, first of all, She was terrified for her life because Mm -hmm. she was getting death threats. The media released her information, even though she was, I think she was a minor or it happened when she was a minor or something, or no, I think that they just weren't supposed to release it because it was their victim, her name as a victim, Mm -hmm. but they released her information. And so she was getting death threats and being harassed. She was afraid for her life. And you're talking about like a super influential, rich, powerful man Yes. versus a young woman. I mean, if it was me, I'd take the payday and move on with my life too. Yep. So would I, yes. What the hell else? Are you, th- that doesn't mean it didn't happen. It means that you decided to move on with your life and mm-hmm. feel safer at well, night. Because there are people all day, every day who something like that is happening to, and they're moving on with their life without the payday. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like, I would surely take the money because you, it's hard to go up against somebody that has a lot of power like yeah. that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it didn't happen or exactly. that you lied about it or anything like that. It just means you you sat down and you went, okay, do I want to go with through this for the next five years and be threatened and be stalked and harassed? And, or do I just want to like take the money and move on with my life and maybe buy myself a condo and like, you know, what do you want to do? I would absolutely take the payday too and uh-huh. do a lot of therapy. Like what the hell else yes, are you supposed yes. to do? People you have know? a really hard time accepting that somebody that they've put on a pedestal for so long might actually be human and made mm-hmm. a mistake or did something wrong or is a, a trash human. You know what yes. I mean? They have such a and we're time. seeing that a lot with like uh, the secrets of Playboy. Have you been watching secrets of Playboy? No, 
I it's on A and E. So okay. I have Philo, so I watch it on that. But it's on A and E. But it's Secrets of Playboy. And it's this whole series just unraveling all the sick shit that was going on in the Playboy Mansion okay. and the things that Hugh Hefner. It is so juicy. Okay. And so good. But it's the same situation. I look at it and I go, "This was brilliant marketing mm-hmm. to make this old pervy, weird guy." this epitome of sex appeal and fun and parties and this and that and behind closed doors like again this is an 80 year old man Uh who's drugging and like taking advantage of 20 year old girls taping them without their knowledge it there's so much sick stuff and it's like how did we all watch the girls (laughs) next door and think oh how fun and cute. I want to go to the Playboy Mansion. No, that is so sick. Yeah. Oh, I had to add that to my list of things to watch. Yeah. Do you remember that little old lady, Mary, who on uh, Girls Next Door, you'd see her. She was like the little house mom, the little old lady that had been his assistant for like years and years. So I only watched that that once in a while. Lauren watched it like religiously. Like she watched it from start to finish, but uh, so she would, re- she would remember, but I don't remember. Cause I well, don't know. Like, like she was just like 80 something year old lady that had been working for him for decades. And she was like his assistant kind okay. of like in the show, they made her seem like this sweet little grandma type who was there to help the girls and this and that. Well, you, the show reveals that like, she was getting a bunch of like drugs and roofies and, you oh know, God. like putting together these types of parties and like, like making sure that the girls showed up for the orgies. And it was like, <gasps> insane you have to watch it i have to watch this yeah you watch it and then we can do another episode talk definitely um so okay so then also as a part of the kardashian thing did you see the clip where kim is talking about how pete davidson has branded her name on his chest oh my god no but that does not surprise me in the slightest right so she's (laughs) she's on ellen and she's talking about how he has like three tattoos of her somewhere and then one of them is not a tattoo it's actually a brand of her name on his chest okay that's very nexium but that's what i said <laughs> i talked to justine about it yesterday on patreon i was like this is very nexium yeah um but at the same time when you're talking about someone like pete davidson who's constantly tattooing every girl he ever dates on his mm-hmm. body you have to like take it up a notch you can't do yeah, the same for kim kardashian <laughs> that you did for the last 10 girls i guess so oh my gosh yes if you dated a guy and he branded your name on him what would so my husband has a tattoo of the kids names um and he has said I I will not put your name anywhere on me and I'm totally cool with that I think it would be I don't know I just feel like I'd be weirded out if I was especially if I was just dating a guy and not married for 15 years they've only been together for a few months like so psycho that's a lot like if he wasn't like rich and hot and funny this would be like a huge red flag. Like somebody yeah. would be running away from him For by the way sure. that he acts. I was yes. like, yeah, that's totally true. But like my husband and I, neither of us have any tattoos. Okay. And I'm like, do you want to, you should get my name tattooed on you. He's like, fuck you. I'm <laughs> yes. not going to and your name. That is the kiss of death. I'm like, why yes. can't you just be a little obsessed with me? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Pete Davidson did it. He's only been with Kim Kardashian for like two months. Right, right. I did ask my husband if he would get a tattoo with my name on it. And he said no. And I'm fine with that. But were you like, were you offended? Were you like, why? I gave you those children. (laughs) No, I I feel like I probably should have been. But no, he, um, he, I, I wasn't offended. And I was cool with the, the, uh, the kids names being on there. But okay. Well, sometimes I did, you just want someone to be a little unhealthily obsessed with you. Exactly. I did. I did okay. ask him because he has um, RA. So like his fingers will swell. And so he can't keep okay. his wedding ring on because if, when his fingers swell, he can't get it off. Yeah. And I said, don't you want to tattoo a wedding ring? And he said, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told my husband. Let's just get tattoos on our wedding. Right. right exactly. You know, let's just do that. I wonder if my husband has that. Cause like his hands get really swollen and really red sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, but I don't know. It's kind of hot too. It's like, oh, you're so obsessed with me that you just like made yourself a cattle for the day. (laughs) The tattoo, I feel like is one thing in the branding is something next level. Yeah. Wouldn't that hurt like hell? Oh yeah. All I can think about is the smell. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, cause my husband and I have been together for five years and we've been through a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, but for the last few years, it's just been really healthy and content and calm. 
So sometimes I ask myself, I'm like, is this boring or is this healthy? <laughs> right. Do I need to throw a little crazy in there? I was like, I haven't thrown a brush in a long time <laughs> right. and slammed a door. I'm like, right. Exactly. I don't know because I had so many toxic relationships for so uh-huh. long that this is like, is this what healthy is? Cause I don't know. I feel like I should start a fight about something. <laughs> right. Just to get a little excitement going. How, how long have you and your husband been together for? We have been together for four. It'll be 14 years. In August. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Do you ever feel that way too? You're like, God, I just want to slam a door. A little bored. Uh, but then sometimes oh, I, yeah. I'll be bored. And then I'll remember that like him and I don't watch the same television shows. I don't want to okay. hear his commentary for the most part on like 90 oh, day yeah. fiance or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of cool with it being a little boring. Cause then I get to watch what I want. And he gets to watch what he wants. And you yeah, know. <laughs> that's kind of nice. Yeah. You can kind of separate. Like, uh, I, I, <sighs> Yeah. It is annoying when your husband, you're watching, you're trying to watch love after lockup. You're you're garbage. And your husband's like, this show is so fucking stupid. This is so trashy. I'm like, I know it's fucking trashy. (laughs) That's why I like it. Leave me alone. Yes. He'll come in sometimes and watch, especially 90 day fiance for whatever reason. He always ends up in the room when I'm watching that. And then he'll watch it for a little bit and then he'll go, what the hell is this? I'm like, this yeah, is not new. Is this we, I watch this every week, you know? I know. Yeah. I've had him watching 90 day fiance with me forever, but I'm like, you know, he's always got those comments mm-hmm. and like, why do you watch this trash? And I'm like, because there is so much dark shit going on in the world. I just want to watch something stupid. Exactly. I don't want to have to think <laughs> about it. I don't want to have to contemplate my life over it. I just want to watch losers doing dumb shit on TV so that yeah. I can feel better about my own life. So exactly. shut the hell up and get into it or get out. Yes. Like, basically yes. how I feel. I feel a hundred percent better about my own self when I watch these people. Yes. yes. That's, that's kind of like why I watch hoarders. Oh yes. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, my house is not that bad. <laughs> or when I'm watching 600 pound life and I'm yes. like Cheetos and I'm like, how do you even get that way? I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I never watched that until like the, one of the last episodes came out and people were talking about this one episode and I was like, Oh, I have to watch Which this. episode. Was it? Oh my gosh. I can't even remember what happened. Um, Oh, it was, it was a lady and the, the guy, it was during COVID and, um, she ended up getting COVID and then the, the boyfriend, her like boyfriend who was older, he ended up dying before the oh, end yeah. of the, yeah. Okay. So that, that one was one. pretty crazy. And okay. I was like, this show's insane. So then yes. I, somebody said, you have to go watch, is it Dolly? The mm-hmm. Dolly episode. So I watched that one and I was like, okay, I'm hooked. So they moved into like a trap house. It was <laughs> and then they had to crazy. move out the next day. Yes. She like meets this guy in like a homeless yes. shelter and moves into a trap house with him. That show's fucking crazy. I feel like those two episodes have spoiled me now though, because now when I go watch like the normal episodes, I'm like, oh, this is boring. Like oh, there's nobody's... a better one that you haven't seen is there? yet. What is it? Uh it is this current season. It's uh Lacey. Lacey, okay. You so uh you have to watch it and then listen to Justine and I did a recap of it okay. probably a month or two ago. But that one is crazy pants. Okay. It's like crazy. The thing is, I used to watch that show because I loved the success stories. There uh-huh. used to be a lot of success stories on that show. It was people that really wanted the surgery and were willing to do the work. I feel like it hasn't been that way in the last three seasons, four mm-hmm. seasons. It's like, where do they get these people? They don't seem like they have any desire to do this. Like, right. so, and I've had weight loss surgery myself. So I used to really enjoy watching that stuff and it's just a disaster now, but, um, yeah, you have to watch Lacey from this season. Okay. It's very crazy. Good. I'm interested to hear what you think about it. I'm going to watch it. I've, I've also watched all of the episodes of thousand pound sisters. I like that one. I love that. Well. Yeah, yeah. Justine and I are obsessed with that show. Yeah. We talk about that all the time. It's so good. I, we just hate, we hate Tammy so much. She's so mean. She's a monster. She is. Yes. And the way she acts on TV, it's like, what are you like behind closed doors? You're like a female Stephen Asante. (laughs) She's just a brat, like is the best way to describe. She's just a spoiled brat. There's no desire to to lose weight. Like let her just like, let her eat herself to death. I don't know what to to tell you. Oh yeah. Justine and I have talked about like, this is not going to end well, Mm-mm. but the thing is you can't force people to do anything. They have to want to do it on their own, especially if it takes as much effort as extreme weight loss does. Yes. Like you can't make them want to do it. So you just have to go like, look, 
you can either make an effort to make your life better and we'll be here to support you through that. Or you can sit in your little duplex Uh and eat yourself to death and no one's going to help you and you can die alone. Like that's how it has to be. That's an intervention, just like you would do with an alcoholic. Absolutely. And I would tell them like, you can either go to rehab and get clean and we will be there to support you, or we're completely cutting you off and you're going to have to take care of yourself. I don't know why they keep hanging out with her either. I mean, I know know. that's her siblings, but like if my sister or my brother was acting like her, I would absolutely not go hang out with them anymore. Right. And they're like, they're like trying to take her on family vacation Mm -hmm. and she's trying to ruin everyone's good time. Yes. Always. Like she doesn't want to go in and then someone drives six hours to pick her up and take her home. Like, fuck you, bitch. Sit Sit in your motel six room until we're ready to go home. When she stayed in that van instead of making the three steps to go inside, I was like, you know what? You deserve to sit in that van. I would have just been like, you can just stay there. Exactly. Tonight. Yep. Like you even either come inside or sleep your ass in the van tonight. Exactly. You are inconveniencing, inconveniencing everyone else's life. Mm -hmm. And you are trying to ruin everyone's good time because you are miserable. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's why. Yes. Awful. God, I could, I could go on forever (laughs) about her. She's a terrible person. She is terrible. Um, Okay. So I'm having so much fun. There's so many fun, so many fun things to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So here's some controversial questions that I want to know what you think about. Okay. 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 Should Brittany be under conservatorship? No, I am a hundred percent free okay. Brittany. Okay. I was always a, a Brittany and not a Christina. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um, Okay. So my thoughts on that is she's obviously very mentally ill. Yes. She has been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because you're mentally ill does not mean that you should not have control over your life. Yes. I think she needs intense therapy, Uh huh. but I don't think it should be under the control of her father or anybody else. Yeah. I cannot wait till she does like an interview with Oprah oh, or something. Me yes. But I hope it's more coherent than her Instagram post because Jesus. Bless her. I know. Oh, I love her. And I feel so bad that she went through this. And really, mm-hmm. this is going to be a history making news story when you think about it, because 13 years under conservatorship and having no control over your life. And then s- some random like Instagram movement starts and frees you from your shackles. Yes. yes. It's really actually, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't made a documentary about it yet. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, they've done all this stuff before she was freed, but it really is amazing when you look at the, the big picture of it. I mean, I think it's like when you, um, like if you become a drug addict or something like that, and you're like stunted at that age, it's mm-hmm. the same situation. Like she is stunted at the age that everything started to be out of her control and all of that. And so she just needs the therapy to get to maybe because she's like a year or two older than me. I mean, what is she like 40? She's gotta be. I think she's just turned 40 or she's like right there. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I mean, that's so much of your life to miss out on. And it's, it's crazy to think that this little movement started just by people looking at her Instagram. Then all of a sudden, like hundreds of thousands of people are are standing behind you and helping you become free. Like that's Mm -hmm. crazy. And when you think about it, it is so scary to see that like one of the most powerful women in the world was taking control of like this Uh for so long. If that could happen to Britney Spears, that can happen to anyone. And we should all be very afraid. Exactly. Yes. Very. There should be huge reform. Yes. Um, very, it's very scary, but it's very awesome. Like, and here's like a little tidbit of info that I'd like to tell people. Uh Okay. So back in the day when she shaved her head Mm -hmm. and everyone just thought she was going crazy. I have been told by a reliable source Uh that the reason she shaved her head is because she was going to have to do a hair follicle test, a drug test in order to have visitation for, with her children. Ah, Okay. So she went in and that's why she shaved her head. Of course, she's kind of having a mental break. She didn't have to do it in person or or like in, you know, right there in front of the paparazzi Mm -hmm. and have all that crazy shit happening. But that's why she shaved her head. I mean, okay. It makes sense, right? Yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any hair follicles for you to take from like, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and and look, I am not a celebrity by any stretch of the imagination. There's no paparazzi following me. I'm not under conservatorship, none of that. Sometimes I think about shaving my head and slamming oh, an yeah. umbrella into people's cars. So my hair's you still know, never the same. Though. Sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Sad. It never came back the same way. It's kind of like my mom. She shaved off her eyebrows <gasps> in her twenties. Oh my god! <laughs> because like that was the thing yeah. back in the day. Um. So like in the 70s or something yeah shaved off her eyebrows completely to draw them back in and those bitches <gasps> never drew back came back no way never ever? grew back oh my god I know she my mom draw her eyebrows on for the rest of her life my mom plucked hers same time period because that was the thing that was and the it, thing it's she still has really thin eyebrows I still have like that's the thing is I try to get my eyebrows to grow in and it'll uh-huh. only grow under or over it doesn't grow where it right. should go of course not right <laughs> and I had some I, like I had this TikTok video that went kind of um viral mm-hmm. and one of the girls in the comments was like did you find your 90s eyebrows and I was like bitch I'm trying what do you want from me he's come on it's coming back <laughs> now right. I, thought about, yes. I thought about doing because they had that TikTok filter that showed you the thin eyebrow and it's uh-huh. like, the 90s eyebrows are coming back and I would be like bitch who who's laughing now okay, exactly the filter I got him built in <laughs> yes so I'm yeah. like, I'm newly obsessed with Dairy Girls, which I, I didn't watch until recently. What's and that? okay, so it to begin with, it's from like, it's in Ireland. So there's, it's really thick accents and you really have to turn the subtitles on, but it takes okay. place in the nineties and all of the clothes are, you know, what they're wearing now. And I'm like, see, we were ahead of the game. We yeah. were wearing the things you guys are into now, but back in, you know, you just have to wait 20 years for exactly. everything to come back. Exactly. Just keep it all the same until then. <laughs> yep um so yeah so that I uh I kind of I'm like yes my 90s brows are back bitches I don't have to do anything for it I'll just like pluck a little extra see just to make you happy um okay another controversial question did Brian Laundrie's parents know that he killed Gabby Petito and try to hide him 100% me too 100% yes yes I think as so. soon as I heard that they took him like camping, like mm-hmm. he comes back, he shows up in her like van without her. Mm-hmm. Obviously he's told them they got in a fight and she hit him or pushed him and he pushed her back and her head hit a rock and she died. And what am I going to do? And then uh-huh. they tried to, they yep. tried to save their son. I think that a hundred percent, I think they were in on it the whole time. Would you do the same thing? No, I would turn my kids in. Yeah. my husband and I have actually talked about that. That's so morbid, but we yeah. talked about that. Like if the kids did something like that. Would you protect them? I wouldn't, I would turn them in. My husband and I have talked about that too. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's you never know what you do in this situation until you get there, but you That's also true. have to think you're never going to get away with that. They're yeah. going to be charged for like, eva- like helping him evade the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And did they not think that he was, I knew he was going to kill himself. As oh, soon yes. as I heard that he was missing, I was like, oh, he's out in the wilderness. Yep. He knows he's going to get caught. He's going to kill himself. They're going to find his body. And that's like that. Like yep. it just, it was a suicide hike. Yeah. But they, I don't think they knew he was going to commit suicide. I don't think they did either. I think yeah. they were trying to hide him, but I don't think they Absolutely. were involved in the actual suicide part at all. Yeah. I think that he probably planned to commit suicide, but they didn't know that because I think that if they had known that they would have turned him in mm-hmm. instead, I think just so, so that he'd still be just alive. as a, like from a parent point of view, mm-hmm. I, I think that they would have turned him in just to keep him, you know, living. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always tell my kid, like, I love you no matter what, even if you murdered somebody, I would still love you. Like I would probably like send you to some non-extraditing country and like yeah. <laughs> set you up with a whole new life, like to give you a fake passport. I don't know. Sure. I mean, I, I would say love them. that, but I say that, but I don't know. I like, I, I would know. love them, but I, I would turn them in too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I don't know if I was in the situation, I might say differently. Yeah. But... You never know what you yeah. do. It's kind of scary to think about. I hope that I, I, but I told her like, please don't kill. I just don't want to go there. Like, can we just not have that situation happen? And I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, look, if you ever decide that you just don't want to be with me anymore, or you want to be with someone else, you don't have to kill me. Exactly. It's not that serious. 
<laughs> yeah, they always look at the husband first anyway. So oh, like you could just cheat or like exactly just leave. You don't divorce. have to kill me about it. Exactly. I'll be fine. Yeah. I'm like, I was fine before you. I will mm-hmm. move on after you. But like, don't be like, oh God, I fell in love with this stripper and I have to kill my whole family. <laughs> exactly. Try to exactly. dispose of their bodies in the desert. Like, yes. Oh catch my God. You yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you had that conversation with your husband? Oh yes, because he doesn't. Time. He doesn't like true crime stuff, and I love true okay. crime stuff. So I watch Dateline and you know watch yep. documentaries and stuff. And I'm always like, the husband's the first person they look at. They will come for you. You're like, not going to get away with it. No way, you're not going to get away with it. They're I always going to find your secret like lover, and then they're going to yes. be like, "This is why." And He's I also like some girl named named Amber that he met exactly. on Plenty of Fish, <laughs> exactly. and he killed his whole family. I also tell him that because I watch so much true crime, I would get away with it, so he should watch his ass. Yes, he should be careful. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a conversation we have all the time. And he's just like, he just looks at me and he's like, will you stop? Right. I'm like, I just want you to let you know, like, I'm just saying, exactly. you don't have to do that. Right. It's yes. too messy. It's way you know, too they'll messy. Come in and loom in all the place. Like you're going to get caught. And then all your other secrets come out too. So, yeah. you know, just yep. divorce me and be done. Well, with that. and my husband's kind of awkward. So he'd be like Ben, um, Ben Affleck and gone girl where he's like smiling on TV when yeah. he shouldn't be. Yes. <laughs> like Even if you didn't yes. do it, they're still going to think you did it just yes. because you're like socially awkward. Exactly. So. <laughs> like, why is he smiling? He must've murdered everyone. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, here is the best one. Okay. Okay. Who killed Jean Bimet? Okay. So I have to know. I, I, for a really long time have thought that the brother did it for sure. Me too. Um, but then a friend of mine said, and I, I didn't have a chance to watch it yet. And I can't even remember what it was called, but I have it in a text from her to listen to some podcast where they go deep dive into. Is the, it called the prosecutors? Cause that's what I've been listening to. Maybe, I don't know. I can't, I'll have to look at my text and see, but she said that okay. they like talk about it and kind of disprove the whole, uh, you know, brother situation. But okay. I've always thought, I mean, come on, the pineapple, the milk, come on. Like, I just feel like it's him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's, I used to think it was him forever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the parents covered it up because they didn't want to lose both kids and blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. And he was a weird kid and he didn't like his sister. But really when you step back and you look at the big picture, it's like, the thing that makes the most sense is some pervy dude who was into this pretty little girl who was in pageants. Yeah. Maybe it was the Santa Claus that was there the night before. Right. Maybe it was somebody that was already in the house. Cause actually they went to a party. They didn't have a party at their house. Right. They went to a party the night before it was somebody that like snuck into their house was already there. Could have been someone that came through the window, but I definitely think it was just like some pervy guy who like broke in and did awful things to her and then killed her I don't think the the parents uh, had anything to do with it it's the Occam's razor thing right like the Mm -hmm. the simplest solution is usually the right one so you know that kind of I feel bad for her brother because I I don't think he did it so he spent his entire life with people thinking he's some psychopath who like raped and murdered his sister when he Uh was eight years old right it's awful it is it is I think it's like the fun, uh, I mean, and that's a terrible thing to say about a murder, but kind of yeah. the fun thing is to say, oh, the brother, you know, he did it. It but, was definitely some part, but why haven't they, the, ugh, DNA and everything has come yes. so far. Why doesn't, why doesn't, why is there not an answer? Why do we not know? I know. Like if they could find the golden state killer, they can surely figure out who did this. Right? It drives me crazy. And, you know, people judge the parents a lot for the destruction of the crime scene, but you have to think like at that time, early mm-hmm. to mid nineties, we did not know things like we do about crime scenes and true crime and all that. Totally. We've yeah. spent the last two decades watching this stuff on TV going, Oh, I would never, I would never, but there, that wasn't a thing back then. Right. DNA wasn't really a thing back then. I feel like I, because I listened to a lot of true crime would probably go, okay, nobody touch anything. But if you don't do that, then would you know to not touch anything? Do you know what I mean? I don't know that you would know not to. I think the ransom note is the craziest part. It is. The ransom note is the part that does not make sense at all whatsoever in any way. Yes. It doesn't make sense. Yes. I I agree. I get it. I don't understand. It dro- I think about it every day. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck killed John Benet? I know. Yes. And it's like a random thing, thought that just like hits me at the weirdest time. I'm like, I have to know. The other one that wigs me out and then I can't shake is the Madeline McCann one. 
like oh, they left the kids in the hotel room. There was this uh, Netflix, I think, yes. did like a documentary that was really fascinating, and um, the, the whole thing just freaks me I out. I finished it. I just am so angry at the parents. I know. I like my daughter's fourteen, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even take the trash out right. when she was a few, like you know, a toddler. Uh, without locking the door. And even then I would be so paranoid to be from my apartment on the first floor, a hundred to a hundred yards over to the garbage can and back. Yes. I was so terrified that she was going to be kidnapped and murdered in that two minutes that it took me to walk there and back. And that's an area, you know, very well, that's not a random hotel room in a completely different country. country. And the crazy thing is they, well, I think that they definitely lied about how often they were going back to check I on the kids. I think so too. Yeah. And then, and then the crazy thing to me too, was that like the parents would go and check on their own kids, but they wouldn't like check on the other kids. Yes. Like, no, that like, if I'm going there, I'm going to take a peek around and make sure all five of you bitches are here. Like yes, y'all still exactly. here? Everybody's still breathing. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Like, yes. I wouldn't just go like check on my kid and be like, hmm, seems like someone's missing. Oh, well, right. mine are fine. <laughs> exactly it's crazy I think it had to be somebody that worked at the property oh you think so I don't know because well it had to be someone that was observing so it wasn't someone that the property it was probably someone maybe seeing that these parents Mm -hmm. like you're seeing the pattern oh every half hour someone's getting up and going to this place and even if they are checking every half an hour that's still a really long time for for you to take a kid out of the room your kid could be choking, could be, I mean, you have to think yes. about when your kid was a couple years old, I was just paranoid all the oh, time. Yeah. Like, are you breathing? Have you suffocated in your sleep? Are you choking on That's... something? Like it just the paranoia having a small kid, mm-hmm. you know, as they get older though, it's like, I remember looking at my eight-year-old being like, you all right. When they're choking, like, <laughs> yeah. are you okay? Like you don't even get yes. up. It's like, are you okay? <laughs> You got it. You got this. You good. Okay. I will often say, did anyone die? <laughs> and they're all like, no. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. That's what my kid, like whenever there's a, a breakdown, I'm like, uh, oh, she actually used it on me recently. Cause uh, I was saying something about being hurt or something. She goes, are you bleeding? Is a bone sticking out? Did <laughs> yes. you die? No. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm like, really? Yes. You used that on me? It's the worst when they whip it back around on you. Yes. Are yeah. you bleeding? Is there a bone sticking out? Did you die? No? Yep. Okay, you're fine. Then. Oh, oh my God. goodness. Yeah, that one drives me crazy too, man. When yeah. you can't, I think she had to have been like, you know, just kidnapped by some creep. Again, this just another creepy yeah. dude or somebody like trafficking children, which I know mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people really overblow the whole tra- children mm-hmm. trafficking thing a lot of the time. Yeah. But it happens. Yeah. And I think, you know, because the the likelihood of a stranger coming in and kidnapping you is very small, but because yeah. these are like cute blonde girls, they made yeah. big news. So now we think that that's like something that happens all the time, even though, yeah. you know, it doesn't happen that often. It just happened in, I think maybe these two cases, you know, I spent a lot of time traumatizing my child, like teaching them how to get out of ropes and yes. zip ties and don't ever go to a second location. Mm-hmm. You scream, you bite, you scratch, you, they tell you, I'm going to kill your parents. It doesn't matter. You scream your head off. Like uh-huh. I spent a lot of time traumatizing my child, but I'm convinced she could escape from yes. a lot of situations. She knows how to like wiggle the lights in the trunk and like, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. But I, you know, I think people don't think that the scariest people are the people as close to you, mm-hmm. you know, yep. the people that are the people that, you know, because 90% of the time or some crazy percentage you know, when your child is abducted or they're abused or something, it's someone, you know, that's close to your family, family member or friend. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So let's stop focusing so much on the stranger danger. Yes. Yes. That needs to be a part of it, but you know, uncle Joe shouldn't put you on his lap. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And trying to our kids hug people that that's they don't it. want to hug that's the one yeah trying to convince my like parents and grandparents and whatever that like my kids mm-hmm. don't have to hug them has yeah. been like you know a whole thing they don't, they don't think they about don't that though that. they no, just think like oh not. be polite uncle mm-hmm. joe wants a hug but they don't think like when you're teaching your child that in their brain in the future tw- 10 years 20 years down the road yeah they think they have to hug this strange dude on the street because yeah. they don't want to hurt their feelings exactly i'm like fuck that hurt your feelings <laughs> yeah 
Yes, exactly. Nobody gives a shit about your feelings, you weird right? dude on the street. Yes. I don't care if I hurt your feelings. Yes, exactly. But that's like, you know, and I, I think about that all the time with the John Benet thing. It's like this uh, some creepy dude that knew them that mm-hmm. or somebody in the pageant world or something. It's so scary. Yeah. That was dark. Um, <laughs> on a lighter note, do you have any podcasts that you like to listen to or TV shows that you're into right now? Yeah, totally. So I'm obsessed with Dairy Girls. That's my newest obsession. Okay. So I'm going to check show. that out. Um, you do have to, like I said, you do have to listen with this or you have to watch with the subtitles on, okay. um, podcasts. My favorite podcasts are, um, a date with Dateline. Of course. They recap the Dateline shows. Love them. Um, they're a I was thinking t- about doing, I love them too. I've been listening to them forever. I was thinking about doing their Patreon because I know they do oh, 90 day fiance Patreon. on Patreon. Yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. Their okay. Patreons, their Patreon's good. Um, okay, good. True Crime Obsessed has the best Patreon, I think, the okay. best bang for your buck. Um, I love Amanda and Jody. I listen to True Crime Obsessed and um, we love to hate TV. Um, yes. Oh, I'm listening to From the Friar. They cover, um, it's a husband, I think it's a husband and wife. They're either husband, wife, boyfriend, and girlfriend. They cover 90 Day and Married at First Sight and Sister Wives oh. when it's on. What is from the friar mean then? Is that like their last name or something? I have no idea. I just, okay. I just found them. I found them randomly like on, you know, uh, Twitter, or, um, Instagram or something. And I was like, oh, you cover all the shows I love. So okay. I started listening to them and I really dig them. Um, yeah, I, I so kind much of good stuff. Yeah. I kind of cycle between those and I have other ones that I like sprinkle in, but those are like my main ones. Okay, cool. So let me share some with you too. Yeah. Um, okay. So which one what was I thinking about really? Oh, do you ever listen to court junkie? So I haven't, but several people have suggested it to me. So I need to add that yeah. onto my list. I like it. Cause it's pretty straightforward. You're not kidding. It's one, um, it's one host. So you're not getting like the banter, which sometimes I like the banter. And sometimes yeah. I just want to hear court audio, right? Lots of court audio, which I, I am I so that. fascinated by. Yeah. Yeah. That one's really good. Um, Let's see here. Oh, Hollywood crime scene. Yes, they do a lot of like Hollywood crime stuff, but then their mini episodes are really fun. And they're the ones that talk about the stuff that they ate and stuff like that. Okay. Yes. That one's a good one. Um, web crawlers. Do you ever listen to? No, I've never even heard of that. Tell me about that. That one's really fun. They talk about, and they have really good mini sods too. Um, but they talk about all kinds of fun stuff, I'm trying to find it and like pull up an example. Um, Okay. So they talk about like the Ketty cabin murders. Um, they talk about like weird stuff that like alien stuff. They talked about the Tinder swindler. It's all random stuff. Um, takedown of dating apps, Amish things that are like McDonald's phone call strip search scam yeah like hoaxes (gasps) okay do you know about that no I just saw that while I was scrolling I'm gonna download it that's an that's an insane thing that was happening for a while there the McDonald's calls yeah yeah that's fascinating okay I'm gonna listen to that um Santa Claus bank robbery oh all kinds of just random things that they heard about or they saw like it's fun and they're their little mini sods are really good too. Now there is this show that I was telling, um, that I was telling Justine about it's called twin flames. Have you okay. heard of this one? It's no. on Wondery. Okay. okay. Oh, I love a Wondery. So this, so their, um, their little description says like, we all want love that happily ever after feeling of finding your soulmate. What if someone not only claimed that they could help you find that perfect partner, but they guaranteed it. Jeff and Shalia, a young couple famous on YouTube, teach about twin flames, a deep romantic connection with their perfect partner in their videos. It's divine love. You're designed for no one else and they're designed for no one else. But the path to finding your twin flame isn't so simple. Some followers claim they were encouraged to cut ties with friends and family that are holding them back and claim their twin flame by any means necessary. So this is a little bit culty. I love cults. Okay. Yes, they have this. this like twin flames university online classes or something okay i like a nixium type thing yeah and they encourage people to go after their twin flame at any means 
to the point where these people are like stalking people, telling them like, you are my twin flame. We are destined to be together. There's one chick that like the guy takes out restraining order against her and Uh she goes to jail for violating it. And she uses her one fucking phone call to call the guy from jail. No way. Okay. I love this. This is great. I'm into this. I'm going to download this immediately. And all the episodes are short. They always leave you wanting more, but, um, there it's good. Okay. I love stuff like that. I love culty stuff. I'm into cults, the whole thing. Love every second of it. Would you be, uh, would you ever join a cult? I don't think I would because I'm really skeptical of everything. Um, but my younger self, 100%. Yes. Yeah. 20 year old me would have been in a cult in a hot second. I, yeah, I can see, I can see the scams from a mile away, Uh but at the same time, I always say that I'm like prime picking for a cult. Like I cannot (laughs) believe a cult has not tried to recruit me because I have like a traumatizing backstory. Uh Like I don't have really any family left. Uh I always wanted to feel like loved and accepted. And like, my mom was kind of mean to me and I had like toxic relationships. I'm like, hello, Uh I am like, I am your target audience. Why is no one coming to get me? Right. Yes. I might join one. I feel like I would love to join one just to get, you know, fly on the wall, kind of a, an experience just to see what's just, happening inside of it's fun. Like what you get to move to a compound, <laughs> right? Your kid, yeah. You just get to like run around all barefoot and shit and probably do drugs. And yeah. Like, yeah. That's why I, I mean, say 20 year old me would have been totally there for that. Yeah. It yeah. sounds great. <laughs> yes. It sounds like a good time, honestly. <laughs> yes, definitely. So hit me up cults. Right. Anybody that's looking for a new member. I <laughs> <laughs> just might join. Right. Prime picking over here. <laughs> I'm excited to watch gear dairy girls. Yes. And then listen to from the fryer. I wonder if there's, that's their last name. I wonder where that came from. I don't but know. I always they, love finding new, new podcasts and stuff to listen to. They have a good dynamic, which I lo- like if I'm listening to a podcast and the podcast hosts don't have a good dynamic, I can't hang with it. And they have a good oh, dynamic yeah. because they're either married or dating or whatever. And um, yeah, they just, and they cover all the shows I love. So I'm here for it. Okay. I'm into it. And I, um, I also, I turn off so many podcasts because of the vocal fry. Yes. <laughs> like yes. if you're talking like this, I'm like unsubscribed. <laughs> so did you listen to, um, it was the one about the Murdoch murders who, no. um, oh my God, this girl, she had really bad vocal fry. And I guess in the reviews they told her, and then she spent the next like 20 episodes at the end of the episode, defending her voice oh and my God. T- talking about how mean everybody was and like, let it roll off your back and move on. I know. You know? I don't care. Yeah. Like people have left such stupid reviews on my mm-hmm. show before. Like someone was like, I could report, record something better from my bathroom toilet. And okay. I'm like, so do it. Like, okay. Why yeah. are you? here you know this is free right like you don't have to be here it's a free podcast you guys like (laughs) yes I know I I, we we pay for like a million different you know streaming services if I can get Uh a free podcast wonderful you know especially once you're making prod podcasts and you realize that it's kind of hard work yes it's hard to entertain people Mm -hmm. and to like it's you know I I never I'm never complaining about anything I get for free what am I what I I didn't pay for this but I don't like it yes (laughs) it's mind-blowing to me that people will complain about free stuff yeah it is crazy but there's so much good content out there so you just have to like oh there's just so much good stuff I love it you should definitely I waste join my whole life listening to podcasts. Oh, I could too. You should definitely join, join date with Dateline's uh, Patreon. Okay. Yeah. It's like chock full. Cause they've been going for so long that it's like chock full of stuff. So. I, yeah. I started listening to them when they first started their podcast. And like, I know that Kimberly has been on pink shade a lot lately. Yeah, I, like pink I love shade that. Too. Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I love pink shade. I love all of that. I like, um, I like Juicy Scoop, but I'm not a huge Heather McDonald I'm not fan. Either. I can't listen to it. I don't like her, she, so I can't listen to it. She doesn't know what she's talking about. I know. <laughs> like she's mispronouncing names. I know. She's, it's hard to listen to someone. It's bad. She doesn't even know this person's name. Yeah. It's You're bad. the expert on all things juicy stoop. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do that one. But I do love Chris Frangiola. I love when Chris Frangiola is on her show. Yeah. Um, that or, or when uh, Fortune is on her oh, show. Yeah. I always okay. listen to those. Right. 
do you watch Bravo? Cause I just can't get into Bravo. I don't, I'm not a bra. I don't watch like okay. housewives or any of that stuff. Okay. I feel better. Yeah. Cause I don't either. Yeah. And I was telling Justine, maybe I'll start watching Salt Lake city because of the Mormon aspect of mm-hmm. it. And there's only been a couple of seasons, so I won't feel overwhelmed, but I just, I've never been in a housewife person. I feel like, look at all of these desperate old ladies being drunk on yachts, falling off of tables. Like I know. it's just not, it's, it's not fun for me. It's not the same level of trash that, that I usually, you know, 90 day and love after lockup love after and lock all up. that stuff. That's the kind of trash I like, you know, yeah. Yeah. thinking that your Prince charming is going to get out of prison <laughs> and you guys are going to live, you know, the white picket fence life. Yes. I'm bummed that I don't have we anymore because we got rid of like our regular cable. So that's okay. why I can't watch love after lockup. So what you need to get is Philo. Okay. H I L O it's $25 a month. Okay. It is one of my, fa- I've been, I've had it for like three years when okay. it first started and it's 60 live channels of TV. We TV is on there. MTV is on there. Okay. TLC tons of stuff. Okay. Um, it's like 60 something channels of live TV and tons of on-demand and okay. unlimited DVR, which you never okay. see. Like right, YouTube yeah. has a cap, Hulu has a cap and it's 25 bucks a month. Yeah. That's really good. It's amazing. Cause yeah. right now we're paying for like, you know, discovery plus. And then when mm-hmm. drag race is on and it's on, it's actually on paramount plus then I pay for that when, yeah. um, married at first sight I'm, I'm watching. So I pay for friendly. Um, it's like the hallmark married at first sight should be on, on Philo. Philo okay. Cause I th- that's TLC, right? Or no, it's, um, maybe not lifetime. It's lifetime. I think lifetime's on there. Okay. I think you'll have to look it up, but it's, it's got, since I don't watch Bravo, yeah, it's got all the stuff I like. So I don't okay. even need, it just doesn't have local channels like CBS no, and stuff okay. like that, which yeah. I don't watch anything on that either. We don't either. Yeah. But like, if you want, if you want naked and afraid and you want yeah. love after lockup and all that stuff, it is there and it's great. The only time I watched naked and afraid was when Macy was on for like a hot second from <sighs> team mom. That was I it. love that show. My husband and I are obsessed with it. He wants to go on it. And I'm like, uh, I need to watch it. I think and see. first of all, you're not going without me because right. you ain't going to go out into the fucking woods for three weeks with some naked bitch. Exactly. Second of all, <laughs> exactly. he's like, do you know how unsexy it would be there? You smell like yes. showered. Oh. I was like, I don't care. You're not going. And, um, and then also they only pay them like $5,000. That's it. That is nothing. $5,000 oh to be naked in Africa for which I could do Africa. I couldn't do a swampy place or no. a forest. I feel like there's gotta be some injuries happening. Yeah. One so- guy. So, uh, one season, sometimes they do the 40 day challenges. I love okay. those. Cause that's a whole season of, um, they have like their own little tribes and that's okay. really good. Cause it's like several people, and they have like, a, like, you know, these click, these clicky people, and those okay. clicky people and like, oh, they caught a fish or are they going to share it with everyone? And they just eat yeah. the fish in front of other people. <laughs> it's really good. It's called okay. an Excel challenge. So um, they do that. I don't know why I brought that up. Oh, there was a producer that was out scouting the area and it got, it got bitten by a fertile, fertilese, fertilese, fertilese snake which is highly 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 venomous oh and it bit him in the leg and they showed pictures of his leg completely like rotting away <gasps> no yes like he almost had to have his leg amputated and died oh like, almost died no I'm okay like, fuck that five thousand dollars signed no like, way put that under not fucking happening exactly not worth it. sometimes people come home with like funguses oh and, no like, no no parasites i'm like no, no. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't like the out of doors. I like to the watch out of it from doors? afar. Yes. I don't like the out of doors. Oh my God. I like to watch it from afar. If I can watch it on yeah. my TV, good. I don't want to be in it. Well, I live in Colorado and I love the out of doors. I love um, hiking and camping and all that yeah. stuff, but I don't want to be naked. All I can think about is something crawling up me mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. middle of the night. I don't even totally. sleep naked in my bed. That's not yes. happening. Yes. I'm too paranoid about things going up. There. <laughs> yes. Well, see, um, I think part of the reason I don't like the out of doors is because I live in the <laughs> South where it is very humid and gross in the summer. Yeah. So we basically yeah. stay inside all summer and, you know, well, that's what I was thinking too. Sometimes they they've done some in like Louisiana swamp oh, or no, no, the no. rainforest and it's just raining the whole time. The mosquitoes and the bugs. Oh, and I'm like, no, no, no. Rather go to Africa and have a fucking lion eat me in the middle of the night <laughs> exactly. than deal with mosquitoes and bugs and humidity and wetness exactly. and cold. No. no, it's not for me. 
Yeah. You should watch an Excel challenge though. I will. Your husband would probably like it. Yeah. It's very fun to watch. Yeah. He yeah. likes stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something you guys can watch together. And then my husband's always like, I would do, I would, I'd make it the whole 21 oh, days. Mine does that like, too. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> When's the last time you went camping and didn't complain your back hurting on the air mattress all night? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's my husband to a T. Okay. okay honey. <laughs> Whatever you say. Last time we went camping, you didn't want to go because your back hurt. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we Um, went without you, but okay. Yeah. That's completely my. And it's been so much fun talking. Yes, this was a blast. Thank you for having me. We have to do this again. Totally. Yes. Um, we'll have to talk about something something fun and and wild, but. God, thank you so much for coming on. This is so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Tell everybody where they can find you and your podcast. Yeah. So uh, we're Sister Sister Wise podcast. We're on Apple and Spotify and everywhere. And then um, we're on, we're on like all the social medias, but Instagram's the best place to be um, because I post everything there first. And we're Sister Sister Wives pod on Instagram. We're SSW underscore pod on Twitter, but I'm not, not so good with the Twitter. I don't do Twitter. I secured the name, but mm-hmm. I cannot even remember how to log in there. I don't think anyone uses Twitter anymore. I choose to believe that. I'm, I'm but, a little too old. I feel like for Twitter, I don't know something. I can't learn a new thing. I can't do it. I think Twitter's so. too old. Yes, Twitter's been exactly. around for like so long. <laughs> yes. I don't really think anybody uses that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, you know me. I'm rest. I'm Julie with Resting Bitch Face at Resting Bitch Pod on Instagram. Make sure that you sign up for Patreon. Justine and I just did a really fun episode yesterday talking about all kinds of fun stuff. If you're on Patreon, you're getting early ad-free episodes and extra content, but you can't find it by searching it because it has a bad word in it. So you have to go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod because God forbid we say the B word. So anyways, Thank you guys. Thank you so much for coming on and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, do you have to stop the recording?